in a world filled with intergalactic space battles. Metahuman destruction on a global scale. And psychopathic serial hauntings. There's only one team who can make sense of it all. When your world is overrun with rampant pop culture, call Luminary Guardians of Geek. Oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah! 59 explosions! <laughs> Episode 59. Hey, I'm Loop. And I'm Larry! <laughs> and this is Guardians of Geek. 59 episodes. We're just plowing through, Larry. Just plowing through. <laughs> it's only taken us five years to do this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, you know. So- you know, when you average it out, it's not that many a year. It's like once, one a month, I would say. Aver- yeah, average. You know, I mean, yeah. and most most good series now are 10 episodes per season, right? Yeah, so that's true. Five, that's true. You don't want to go, you don't want to go too, too much. Like- that's right. So five years, 10 episodes per season, roughly. You know, I think we're doing all right. I think we're doing okay. We're doing okay. I don't want my voice got so high there. I think we're doing okay. <laughs> All right. So what's been happening with you since we talked uh, last time? Well, I've I've gone full into a midlife crisis. I got myself a tattoo. Oh, like, come I, on. You were like what? so smart. You're like, I, what? Lip got a tattoo. <laughs> this, came out of, this totally came out of the blue for me. I never in a million, if somebody had said to me, which of your friends do you think is going to be the first to get a tattoo? Loop's name would have literally been at the bottom of the list. <laughs> never in a million years. <laughs> and he's like, nope, I, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> so I've been, I've been talking about getting, like, I've always wanted to get one, but it's like, it's just never the right time. And, and they, I was down between two. One okay. I'm glad I didn't get in this, in the one that I wanted. Um, okay. And uh, the, uh, so I, I've always wanted to get the Cobra symbol from yes. gi joe cool. and uh and then my wife was getting one because she has a friend that gets tattoos all the time so we, she went and got one and then now that i knew this guy was good because it's hard to find a good tattoo place right that you know it's legit and they're good and and uh, dave schultz did mine um from hangar 18 and this yeah. is it here oh it's cool oh, it's darker than it than i than it looked in the pictures yeah it's pretty cool. cool right now it's flaking because your skin starts to flake off Oh really? Because essentially, this is an open wound. Is really what it is, right? Like, because they they've gone in there and done all this damage to it to your skin, so now it's healing up. So it's like, yeah, it looks pretty cool. He, really I cool. I got it so it was like three D. So it, it looks, is. Uh, it, it totally looks three D. Like he did a really good job. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so, really anyways, good. yeah, I got that done. So that was and, okay. and if if anyone asks, does it hurt? Yeah, it does. It, it's very. <laughs> that was my question. Is it because it's I've I've considered it. I've talked I've talked about my wife and all of that stuff, but it's just so permanent. I I haven't been able to pull the trigger yet. But yeah. well, the thing yeah, is, no I, one's ever going to see this unless I'm swimming. Like well, I mean, really? Like and how often like, do you, and how often do you swim, really? Yeah, and I put thug life across my chest, so that's <laughs> that's gonna do well. <laughs> okay, but so now here's my next question: What was the one that you're really glad you didn't get? It was the old Cleveland uh, Indians logo. So, oh, which is like not appropriate now. And I'm kind of glad I didn't get it at the time. So right. um, now it's Cleveland Guardians, which I am considering the new Guardians logo, even though I'm not a huge fan of it, but I, I am considering it. My next yeah. one I do, it definitely will be a Prince one. That's my next one. It's like, the, the biggest shocker of this year and probably any year is the fact that you finally got a tattoo and it wasn't Prince right off the top. And the only reason I didn't get it is because I started looking through, I went down the rabbit hole of, of styles of tattoos that people have done of print. And there's so many, I couldn't like, 
focus in on one particular one that I really liked. And this is permanent, right? So you want to make sure you get the right one. This one was easy because I've seen different versions of this, like drawn in that. And I'm like, I love a 3D version of this logo. So, and yes. I knew what I wanted and my guy was awesome. So it was like perfect. But the, uh, awesome. it's, it's a, it's a big decision, but it's, it's, it's cool when you get it. You're like, like, I'm just, I'm just so much more badass now than I ever was. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh... this is true. Yeah, this is true. You're, ta- you're, we were talking about because, because of course, everything comes back to being geeky. We were talking about the fact that now when he goes to, uh, to Comic Cons, he can legitimately get photos with, uh, the members of, um, of Sons of Anarchy and it, and it, <laughs> yes. and it'll fit in properly. <laughs> I couldn't before. Now I can, no. I can finally do it now that I've got yeah. this tattoo, they, but they yeah, it's cool. I loved it. It was, it's cool, but it did. It was, I wouldn't say like really, it, it did hurt, but it's not like excruciating pain, but it's, it's just an irritating pain for it. Feel It felt like a sunburn after a while. Like when he's done, it, yeah. it feels like it's a sunburn. It just burns like a sunburn. Like oh, it's really okay. weird. But, but that stopped. That stopped after a while. Yeah, after a day. Like the next oh. day, it was fine. But it's just, uh, um, it's just a bit awkward for the next week because you got to protect it. Like you can't really like lay on it and things. But, anyways, I, I'm not a, a, a tattoo expert by any stretch. Like this is not like a full sleeve or anything. So it's <laughs> yeah. like it, it literally looks like someone put like a sticker on me. Like, like it, so. it kind of well, it's it's so clean that it does. It looks like yeah. Uh, like a, somebody drew it on there like it's so <laughs> well done that's awesome <laughs> that's that's taking geekdom to the next level for us i know yeah. and speaking of that let's go to top pop all right hey kids it's time for Lulu and larry's totally tubular top pop all right this is top pop where we talk about uh all things geek so it's like Talk pop really is really yes. what it is. <laughs> Maybe we just which change pretty, the name to talk pop. <laughs> which is it's pretty much all we do is we talk pop. So yeah, yeah pretty it, much it. it really <laughs> all things pop. pop culture and uh, kind of what we're what we're interested in right now. Maybe it's things in the future. Maybe it's things right now. So uh, I think we have to start with Oscar nominations. Yeah, yeah. Because we'll, we we'll do our, our annual Oscar show obviously in March, but um, just quickly, just go through the nominations of what, and we'll keep, we'll keep them to the geek ones, but also best picture. Cause best picture is like one of the, you know, like the snapshot of all the, of all the great movies this year. So what yes. were you, I, we both try to watch all of them. Usually all the top. Well, we try to, we try to at least watch all of the, um, all best of picture. the uh, best pictures. Cause that's, I mean, it's sort of, if you, if you, if you can watch all the best pictures, then ultimately you will have seen a lot of the other categories too. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. it turns out that a lot of the best pictures also have best actors, have best soundtracks, have best cinematography and director. Like, you know what I mean? So you, you kind of barrel through those ones first. And that's sort of where yeah, we, you're pretty covered for most of the categories. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so we're doing pretty well. I've I've only got two left out of the 10 that now that they've started doing the the uh, t- 10 uh, uh, picks, um, I've only got two left, Tar and All Quiet in the Western Front. So oh, perfect. Feel feel pretty good about uh, having you know uh, that uh, that I'll have seen everything by the time this happens on March twelfth. Yeah, because we still have almost a full over a full month before oh, yeah. it happens. So I got lots of time. I haven't seen Tar or All Quiet on the Western Front or Avatar. So it's only those three oh, I haven't right. seen yet. Yeah. So and what, I'm what? kind of holding off on Avatar to the very end because I I'm just not an Avatar fan. So I'm like I'm not looking forward to this movie at all. Because like I said, you're saving the best for last. Is what <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> um what i found this year unlike other years is that for whatever reason a lot of the movies are more accessible right yeah. now this is the problem that we've had for years is that 
if you can't get them into the, in the theater and some of them don't even come to our city, like just they're small, they're small independent movies or whatever. And so they don't yeah. show up. So you can't, and there's no way to watch them. And sometimes they don't release them to home video until like after the, the Oscars this year, for whatever reason, they, they all seem really accessible. Like they're, you can either stream them and that's the, like, that's the the thing about uh like streaming services like netflix and and amazon prime and stuff like that is that those movies are now nominated for oscars so all quiet yeah. on the western front was a is a is a netflix movie so you don't even have yes. to go to the theater you know things like that so it's just made it a little bit easier this year i found to actually watch them yeah the last few years like streaming definitely has made it easier for all these especially throughout the pandemic when theaters weren't really open. So that was the option of, of getting it out. There was streaming. So now it's, it's just sort of a regular thing now. Yeah. Almost all these were streamable. Um, just a couple aren't. And I bet you like avatar will be ready to be screened before March 12th. And he pro maybe even the other one, which I had to see in the theater, which was um, women talking would, will probably be out yeah. by then. I would assume. I would think uh, so. Too, like yeah. home premiere or something. But uh, yeah. but yeah, so we've got All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, Banshees of Isharin or Isharin, um, Elvis, Everywhere, Everything, All or Everything Everywhere All at Once, Fableman yeah. to say it wrong every time, Fableman's <laughs> Tar, Top Gun Maverick, uh, Triangle Sadness, and Women Talking. Any surprises to you like that are either nominated um, or not nominated? Well, no, I mean, no, nothing that wasn't nominated. I, I, there wasn't a movie out there that I saw that I thought should be nominated that didn't get nominated. I was really pleased that Top Gun Maverick made it into the top 10 because when I saw that in the theater and, and still even to this day, that was my favorite movie of 2022. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I just loved it. I thought it was great. I didn't know if it would be Oscar caliber uh but i'm glad that it was recognized for what it was so i was really pleased that at least it won't win i'm sure yeah. it won't win but at least they on their marketing now they can put nominated best picture <laughs> which which is kind of fun <laughs> i know I've, I've heard people like it's like i can't believe that was nominated but i'm like not everything in here has to be nominated based on its storytelling and the acting some of yeah. it's based on the actual like the 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 filmmaking process and the yeah. filmmaking process for top gun it, it whether you liked it or not is is insane like yeah. how they shot that and it's it, it was beyond anything anyone's done in that yeah. caliber before so i could see totally why it was on there same with avatar as well i mean avatar is always a step above in in the way they do things so uh, honestly like it's those two are probably in there based more based on the filmmaking process than like obviously the acting and storytelling and, and the plot yeah the, the other thing i find is that every year we watch these and there are picks on there are like nominees on these in the best picture that we would never have gone to see if they yeah. weren't nominated. I would, I don't think I would ever would have watched Banshees of Inishirin, uh if it wasn't nominated. But then when you do watch them, every time you go, Oh, that was awesome. Like, that's why. Yeah, that that's what an amazing movie or what, what yeah, great acting is, or, yeah. Yeah, which is great. There was I, women talking too. I would yes. never have seen women talking generally, but, um, the, uh, but it was, oh, it yeah. was great. It, what a powerful movie yeah it just yeah. it's i mean it is it's fun to to like force yourself to watch the best picture nominees because of that because there you'll you'll see movies that you would never normally have gone to a theater to watch yeah. or streamed or whatever and it just broadens your your appreciation of what's out there um so yeah i mean so far everything has been amazing they've there's been some weird ones triangle of sad sadness was a very strange movie <laughs> i wasn't sure what was going on partway yeah. through it and then it was like it just got but it was it's so like bizarre that it's so enjoyable at the same time and it, yes. it like it's 
it's like an ending like no other i would say yeah yeah it and it changes direction uh it's not at all what i anticipated so it's i mean it's definitely worth watching it's it's really unique (laughs) and the acting the acting is fantastic that one was odd (laughs) yeah there's a couple other movies i just want to give a quick shout out for is a batman Yep. Um, got in there for makeup and visual effects. Just some of the geekier ones. Um, yep. Avatar, uh, production design, sound, visual effects. Gloss Onion for writing. Yes. It's adapted screenplay. Is it because it's adapted because he already did a movie based on these characters? Is that why it's adapted? I think so, yeah, because um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Benoit Blanc is now a character an established character so i'm yeah. guessing that that's what it is it would be like it would be like like a james bond movie getting nominated yeah it'd i guess it's adapted at that existing. point yeah i think that that's why because i don't think it was based on i think he wrote it it was an original screenplay but based on a character that already existed yeah, yeah. everything everywhere all at once is nominated for like a million oscars uh top gun up for quite a few Yep. And Black Panther up for costume, makeup, song, and visual effects, which is pretty cool as well. Yeah, well, and and best actress. Oh, and best, yeah, that's right. That's the first time I think they've been nominated for Marvel's been yep. actually nominated for an acting category. That's right. Yeah, which was which was pretty awesome. I mean, it's it's well deserved, and it's and it's great that movies like that are getting recognized. Um, I don't know when or if ever one will be a best picture, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, but it's it's nice that the they're... first Black Panther was a best picture, right? Was it up? I think it was up for best picture, like the first Black Panther. Oh, it could have been, maybe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. What year uh, was that? Do you know? Do you remember what year that came out? Twenty or sorry, twenty nineteen, maybe twenty right, twenty eighteen. Let's, let's take a quick look here. Oh, we're just doing a little research while let's you're talking about that. Research. Oh yeah, it was. Yep. Yeah, it was best picture. Huh? What do you know about that? There you go. There you yeah, go. It was, up, it was up with uh, Green Book one that year. Yeah. But uh, but it was up with Star is Born, Bohemian Rhapsody was that year. But Black Panther, okay, so there you yeah. go. I was I am mistaken. <laughs> and you know how much I love the animated movies, but there are two I think need to need to be mentioned in this, which is uh, Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Yes, fantastic, and uh, Del Toro's Pinocchio. Yeah, which I really enjoyed. I thought it was yeah. like had that little bit of Del Toro creepy factor to it. That it was just, it was very good. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, and I, I and I, I will because I I'm a huge Del Toro fan. Yeah, I know you're a huge like Del Toro yeah. fan, and I just I just for whatever reason haven't gotten to it yet, but I'm really excited about it, and I I feel like that's what's gonna win. Like I feel like in that list, um, with Turning Red and and something else is I can't remember uh, yeah. is in there. I'm I'm Puss pretty Boots confident. I think's in there and oh, something Puss else. Yeah, um, I'm quite confident that that's the one that's gonna get it. So, uh, yeah. I, I'm excited to watch that one. But Marcel yeah. could come out of the Marcel could come from a like left field and maybe win too because it was like it's like a sentimental sort of favorite, right? Like it was. It is. I I would be a hundred percent in support if that one won. I would cheer because I just think it's such a small little movie, but it it was it had so much heart and it yeah. was just so well done. And it's there's nothing like it. I'd be I'd be okay if it won. If it won, I just think it was yeah. so it's spectacular. <laughs> um, well, let's move on to like some other anything else you're watching right now that you just want to mention that's like on the side. Well, I I've, mean, got, I, I've got one. Okay, I think I do. I think we need to talk a little bit about uh, The Last of Us. Okay. Uh, because I don't think we've talked. I don't think we talked. No, about we haven't talked that, about it yet uh, since it's been on. Um, so we're now up to episode three as of the recording of this yeah. podcast. Three episodes have dropped um and uh i it it was a bit of a roller coaster for me because uh, i'm not a big fan of the genre the zombie apocalypse genre i don't really i can't buy into it 
for some reason. It was the same thing that happened to me with um, Walking Dead. I just I couldn't buy that the world would like devolve into chaos overnight that, that quickly. Yeah, because, uh, I just especially since we've been through a pandemic now and we've seen what a pan like a you know a pandemic looks like and the world didn't implode. <laughs> so it's <laughs> so the first episode I felt the same. I was like, no, I'm not. I don't buy it. it. You know, it's all chaos within like ten hours of the announcement. Blah blah. blah. But then episode two changed it because they actually addressed some of my issues okay. and they cleared it up and they explained why the world looked the way it did and what was happening. And I was like, finally there's explanation. Cause usually they just gloss over it. It just <laughs> happens and that that's it. So they, yeah. it's that. And then of course the third episode with uh, Nick Offerman, who you've caught so up good. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, that was, to me, that was one of the best hours, hour and 15 minutes or whatever it was of, of television I've seen in a long time. Like that for, was, for characters that we don't really, we don't know at all. And they're introduced within that episode. Yeah. And it was like amazing. Like it was just so well acted. And so like, I was engaged in these characters that really are, I maybe, maybe they'll be seen again in some flashbacks or something, but I'm like, I, well, yeah, apparently that was, they, they're keeping pretty, close to the original game with this except for that um that that episode was a total divergence from the game so that never happened in the game um, okay so built on that so i don't know if they'll come back or not i haven't played the game so i don't know yeah but, that's, that's the only weird thing about this is like my son's played it and he's a big fan of it i've never played it so i don't know what's coming up or what's happening yeah. whereas if you've played the game you probably it's it's like reading a book and then watching it, right? You know, kind of where they're going. Like, obviously, they'll yes. divert in places, but it's really, it's really cool. It's, um, the uh, but and I'm, I'm it was, I loved that uh, Anna Torv was in it. Yes, from Fringe. Actually, like, I haven't yes. seen her in a long time. I think she's on some other shows I just don't watch, but um, really? I'm a huge fan of her, and she. It was like so awesome to see her, like in the first few episodes at least. It, it like, actually took me a bit to place her because it's been I haven't seen her since Fringe. Yeah, I know who that is. I totally recognize you, and I cannot place. And then I saw her name come. I'm like, oh my gosh, Anna Tarv. I it, for whatever reason it didn't. But yeah, can, I can she come to like a uh, like a Comic Con that we're at? Like she's I never know. been to anyone we've been at. No, and, and I been, know that I've, for sure because I would have definitely got yeah got an autograph. So that's no. I'm just asking that. Just send her to a Comic Con. Somebody. Yes. So, thank please. you. <laughs> <laughs> so I Comic-Con, could overpay for a photo with her. Speaking <laughs> of Comic Cons, I was thinking about this. Um, Pedro Pascal is set for life because now he's got oh god uh, Mandalorian he's got uh this this uh Last of Us and he's got Game of Thrones yeah like 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 the guy can stop working now and just do comic cons for the rest of his life and be set like that's a crazy amount of geek culture that he i know he's been in everything he's also in uh, mario kart the movie if you watched Saturday Night live last night did you watch oh, it no no he, he hosted it it's even go on their uh their um socials and watch i'll i'll try to like retweet it on our, our twitter but it's the sketch is funny it's really oh, good it's, awesome. it's it's a last of us style movie but it's based on mario kart instead of the oh, game last of us. it's really good that's so funny like this guy i don't know how he's doing it but he's he's anyway. awesome Without without being in any Marvel movies, <laughs> yeah, he's been in everything. He's like everything, he's everything. else. <laughs> it's, it's impressive. I, I just think it's great. So yeah, as of now, I highly recommend Last of Us. <laughs> yeah, it's good, and and we don't even know where it's going, so we'll find out when it ends. Like, yeah, um, one of the ones I'm watching right now, and it's the second season of it, is uh, the Legend of Vox Machina. I don't know if you've watched this, like the animated series on Prime. 
No, it but is you like told it, you, you talked. We talked about this during your first yeah, season. Yeah. It, the second season is like awesome. It's like really? if you play any sort of like Dungeons and Dragons or anything, and even if you don't, it, it's a funny, funny show. It's really good and and really and really well animated and, and awesome. So I, I haven't watched the whole season. The whole season's up, but I just started watching it. Um, and it's it's just so good. Like I I can't say enough about the show. It's just so awesome. Well, I, the, I put it on my list after you talked about season one. So it is there. So I, I will eventually get to it. And one thing I found out that I didn't know, because almost I think everybody on the show, like it originally started with these, they got like a, um, uh, a Kickstarter campaign to get the, the show going, but they, they did a web series. And it's just a bunch of like voiceover artists that have come together. But I didn't realize that one of them is Ashley Johnson. And she played Chrissy uh, Seaver on Growing Pains. Really? Like she's one of the voices on it. Yeah, she's like she's like does voice work. I didn't know that. But I had no, no, I had no she's, in, she's in actual shows too. I didn't know that either. But I mean, I wouldn't recognize her now if I saw her. But Tracy Gold? No, Ashley Johnson. She played uh, Chrissy Seaver. She was like the young girl. Remember later on oh. they had like a younger sister oh, yes. or whatever. Yeah, right, so that's right. her. Oh, gosh, yeah, I, I had no idea whatever happened to her. <laughs> that's yeah, I, but now you'll know. Now you find oh. out. <laughs> Because I have been go. asking myself that for quite some time. <laughs> I know, even thinking about it, losing Whatever lots of sleep over that. <laughs> <laughs> People have been talking about this for years. <laughs> what happened? Where to her? is she? What is she <laughs> doing? Know. Now you know. Now you know. And now we know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, anything else before we move on? Um, we we should probably mention real quick that uh, season uh, four of of Servant on Apple TV. Oh, that's the right. Yeah. M. Night Shyamalan, Shalom, Shyamalan. <laughs> I can never pronounce his last name, um, is now out. And we're about four episodes into it. And yeah. this is the final season. So I forgot will... about it 100%. Like, yeah. I remember I sent you guys a message, you and I, our other friend Andrew, and I was like, I guess this is on. It's like, yeah. I didn't even. I saw no promotion for this season no. at all. Like, it just, there it was. <laughs> and, yeah. and it's on there. So um, it's, we've been watching this show and it's, it's sort of been a bit of an up and down for us. It's not, it's a very slow burn. So yeah. I'm really, I'm really hoping that there's a solid payoff because we've stuck with it for, for four years. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we we will uh, keep you updated on, on how that one goes. I think but, it might've uh, been my worst show of the year one year, I think was. like a couple years ago, yep, but it, it it's, it's gotten better since. I don't know. It's like one of those shows that just has a lot of potential and they, there's a lot of little like, kernels they give you and you're like oh man this is going to be great and then there's yeah. none of them seem to pay off I but know. it's uh it's well acted like i like it i just it's i don't know there's just i feel like it's just something's missing every episode like there's just one yeah. step further they could go and they don't and it's like i don't yeah. know but well that's I, see i'm really i'm happy that it didn't get canceled um and that they actually are giving it a finale like the so yeah this is this is a season like, yeah but there's it's got a lot of like <clears throat> it's got it's got a lot to live up to like you know it's it better pay off <laughs> <laughs> because it, it's a very slow burn but i i really i really like it i think this season has been really good uh so let's just hope there's like five five episodes left or something like that and it, it better pay off <laughs> <laughs> you but, keep uh, saying that but i don't know i don't know if it's going to or not <laughs> we'll see I, I, I really don't know i don't know but uh so speaking of m night Shyamalan. Okay. <laughs> I, went, I went to see his his new movie uh it just opened the this like a couple days ago as of this recording um called knock knock on the cabin okay uh, yeah i want to see this yeah uh so i for whatever reason i i can't not watch m night Shyamalan things even okay. though 
even though majority if you look at the list of his movies and stuff he's done majority of them majority of them have been bad <laughs> like they just haven't they just aren't good like the happening was terrible lady in the lake wasn't very good um signs was sort of hit and miss i mean they they're just not but but he's had a few that have been like i really like of course uh um the sixth sense um yep. and um what was the comic book one I oh just, uh i just lost the name of it yeah um made it into a trilogy but that that one with with yep. uh with uh um samuel l jackson and bruce willis yeah yeah and bruce willis. unbreakable unbreakable yeah unbreakable was fantastic <laughs> yeah. and then and then split and then glass that yes. glass was a little uh, whatever but and see this is the okay so this is the problem i have with can i just say hot take is that i actually liked old a lot his last yeah, one old, yes old i was, thought old was actually a fun movie i, I really yeah. enjoyed it. it and it had a good ending too um, yeah, I thought it was that, great. That was, yeah, so that's the thing with his stuff is that I think because of um, Sixth Sense and Unbreakable, when he had those massive twist endings, now you expect that from everything he does, and if he and if it doesn't happen, then you're like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a letdown, and it hasn't been like like old had that old had a good twist ending, um, the. So I don't want to spoil anything with this new one because it just came out. Um, it's it's not my favorite of okay. his movies. Um, however, having said that, and this is the case with everything I see him that he does, he directs his actors to like the top of their game. Like the acting in this movie is some of the best that I've seen in a long time. Like okay. in, in this new movie, it's it's so good. Dave Bautista is phenomenal like it's just rupert grint rupert grint's actually always pretty good who's also in servant as well who's also yeah he must be like m knight's new guy to, to i think he might be in harry potter as well i'm not sure uh, I, don't know about <laughs> I haven't seen those but uh <laughs> uh but anyway so the acting is is fantastic so it, it really does keep your attention all the way through it's just um it's just it wasn't it wasn't i mean it might be one of those things that maybe you want to watch more than once but anyway it's i mean it's worth seeing so definitely yeah. go out there and see it I, that's what i will say about that okay i'm gonna definitely see it because i i do like i i was really impressed with old and i i like his stuff too like you do so yeah. i'll definitely go and see it and then uh check it out but it, so, but it is funny how we stick with his stuff even though he's had more fails than than good stuff like he did the last airbender and after earth and yeah. I'm like, yeah. all directors are hit and miss, right? And some I stuff guess. they they do as passion projects, and other stuff they they're given to do. Basically, yeah. someone pays them to direct something, and uh, it's like Spike Lee. Spike Lee has his own stuff, but then he's he's directed some other stuff like that. Yeah. He's been basically given or whatever, and and he it's like it's just the way directors go, I guess. Like I guess. it's always hit and miss. It is he's unlike like, this show, which is always a hit. Every time. A, there's <laughs> no question that this is going to be a hit. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So there you go. All right. On that note, let's move on to the pop capacitor. Here we yeah! go. And we're back, Pop Capacitor. This is where we look at something from the past, 
uh, something from our childhood. It's either uh, a TV show, movie, it could be a game, could be anything really. And we review it and decide whether it still stands up. And uh, the first thing I noticed that we both have the same background. Yes, is very if creepy. Us, if you're watching us on YouTube, we always change our backgrounds for the power capacitor, and we don't tell each other what what image we're going to use. So it's <laughs> it's like nine out of ten times it's been different. This is the first <laughs> time we've chosen the exact same background. <laughs> it is yeah, really I mean, creepy looking. <laughs> yeah, it is. I don't know if I can keep going with this. Why is he it's like <laughs> totally creeping me out here? The dude's <laughs> over our shoulder, just looking at us. It's awful. He's, he's staring into my soul. I know. <laughs> it's terrible. I feel really uncomfortable. So dumb. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, today it's right behind me here. It's a little yep. show called Auto yeah, Man. Do that. There. Yeah, there you go. There you go. It's called Auto Man. It came out in uh, between 83 and 84. Um, it's It was 12 episodes, though they made 13 episodes of it. And uh, basically, my description of it is uh, picture Tron if he was a cop. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically the show. And uh, basically it's Desi Arnaz stars as a police officer and a computer programmer who creates a AI hologram played by Chuck Wagner, who can fight crime with the help of a sidekick cursor, yep. which is like an actual cursor you would have on the screen. Kind essentially. So, yeah, actually, the cursor looks like if, you, if you're watching on YouTube, it kind of looks like this thing, this little. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's almost like a little star. Yeah, yeah, but it glows and it moves around. It's It's, it's kind of fun. But so yes. we'll do we'll do yeah. hits and misses of this show. Um, it was very short lived, though I remember it quite. I actually own own the series. Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember it quite fondly. Like yeah. it was just one of those shows I watched. I thought it was really cool at the time. Um, but we'll see if it stands up. So we watched. This is all based on episode one, which is the yeah. pilot episode. Yes, which which is available on YouTube, by the way. So you you can watch it. We'll uh, we'll include a link to that in yeah. our socials, so you can watch it yourself. Um, it, it there is a list of apparently somebody allegedly posted all 12 episodes and there is a playlist there with all 12 episodes but when i clicked on it um every thumbnail is different but every episode is the first episode <laughs> so, <laughs> i don't know how they did that but they did that so anyway only episode one seems to be available on mine has a, like my box set for this has like all these extra like i didn't watch any of them at the, i should have maybe but I, I meant to but the uh has a bunch of like um little documentaries on the show and everything really and it's stuff. yeah it's really it's got it's packed with like extra like content it's pretty wow. cool well i mean the show is kind of it was a little bit breakaway because it was like 1983 so it was a you know it was before um real like cg it was before cg it was before all of that stuff um and it was like just at the like the precipice of computer technology yeah. so so it was a pretty breakaway show i mean obviously the special effects now are pretty terrible looking but yeah. for the time it would have been a, it would have been something that nobody had really seen before so it was you know, it it really it holds a place in sort of pop culture history because I don't. I mean, it was it was totally unique to you know for the time and what they were doing, but you know that doesn't necessarily mean it was good. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll find out. We uh, will so find let's, out. <laughs> let's start with our we'll start with our hits and misses on this show. Um, and and if you if you're listening to this, uh, in, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the guy behind us, the main character, the, the Auto Man. But if you're watch if you're listening to us, just picture anybody from Tron. Essentially, yes. it's kind of what 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 it is Literally. of the main of the of the Auto Man himself. But um, I'll start with a uh, with a. Let me just. I'm just trying to think where to start with here. Well, let's start uh, with the good stuff. Let's yeah. Let's start with let's start with, a, let's start with a little hit here. Okay, I, I'm going to say off the top that I thought the suit 
and the the um even though it was a total ripoff of Tron and the special effects for that time period and you you touched upon it were really cool I thought like as far as so the the two main things was the auto man that looked like somebody from Tron um and the other thing was cursor who could actually build like a vehicle in like they'd say like car and he'd like trace the outlines of a car which would appear and it had sort of like these glowing pieces on it uh, to make it look more computery or more more like futuristic um but we'll call that like cool. Yeah, we'll call that like a light cycle. But yes, kind <laughs> of made like a light cycle. It's, it's all really <laughs> pretty just, much just okay. Tron. <laughs> just Tron, really, is what we're saying. <laughs> but yes, I agree. the The suit itself, and you can see nowadays, you can see it was just like a bodysuit that they had taped green tape over, like into into shapes all over the thing, so they could chroma key out these shapes and put in this starfield background and what's funny is that the star like when they did the chroma key the starfield background is just static like it just sits there it doesn't move with him yeah so when he moves the stars stay in the same place so (laughs) it looks it's a it's a it's an odd effect because like it should move along with him like nowadays it would when he turns the stars would turn and yeah yeah you know, but then it they didn't have that technology, so the background, like his background, just stays in one place. It's, it's very <laughs> funny. <laughs> I think it's it's funny, but uh, yeah. So uh, yes, I agree. The, the The suit was cool. My biggest hit for this show is the nostalgia of it because yeah. um, it was so early in the like the birth of computers that they that most of the people in this show are totally oblivious to how computers work. Or what they do. At one point, the the chief wants uh, Wally, who's the who's this computer tech expert guy, who, who actually creates Auto Man, who creates Auto Man, because he works in the computer lab of the yeah. police station. Because <laughs> there's only one room in the police station that has computers in it. Um, <laughs> so he he there, there's this case going on, and he wants the chief wants Wally to figure out how the connection between people in this case. So. Wally says that he's going to cross-reference these people. And the chief is like, cross-reference? What? That's never (laughs) been done before. How can you do something like that? Like, he's blown away by what we consider, like, the simplest things now. And he's just (laughs) (laughs) cross-referencing. It was just stuff like that. And so the nostalgia of it, I just think, is, is so cool just to see what the world was like before computers were everywhere like they they didn't trust them at that time like yeah it's, it's really funny yeah computers were things that only the government would have used at that yes. point right like so to, like and I, I feel like in 83 that was when like the birth of like the commodore and like the home yeah. computer around that same time so it was, yes it, it's see weird and everything's very simplistic kind of like in the movie war games where yeah. you just have to type a couple things on screen and everything happens like yes. um it's a, the well, uh, one of my What's gone? Well, I was just gonna say real quick the uh, the computers that they have are like little like screens that are you know like ten inches or whatever, and you can literally fit about six lines of text on these screens. Like the text is huge. It's like oh, it's massive. It's like thirty thirty eight point font or something. <laughs> and they're huge, and you can only fit like six lines of text on the screen. So that's all they had to do was type in like six six lines, and then all of this like. And then Auto Man would appear. <laughs> it's so simple. I love it. <laughs> it's funny it's a, that, that it's not actually that simple now. Like, yeah, I know. It should be like, simpler now. Yes, <laughs> but it's not. It's way simpler back then. 
Yeah, so in the show, Desi Arnaz um, Jr. has created Auto Man to kind of help him solve crimes and things. And uh, so he's almost like a superhero that he's created. Yeah. And uh, is this like, I, I found the, the character of him like a little too goofy. Yeah. Like Desi Arnaz, because they wanted, I guess, to contrast him versus Auto Man, who's like this superhero type character. Yeah, but the, the tone of the show was, is one of my messes. The tone of the show was all over. Yeah. Like it's, it's, sometimes it was really serious. And then sometimes it was just goofy. Yeah. So I, I couldn't quite tell where it kind of, which I, I, which was kind of, I guess the tone of most of those shows, like the A team and all that kind of stuff. Like it was like a mix of like drama and comedy, I guess. Like, but I don't know if it really worked in this case. Yeah. <clears throat> but you're right. Like A team, like all of those shows, like they always had this very serious setup of this like crime boss or some yeah, somebody. Yeah. Action is doing something, and that was all super serious and real until the heroes of the show show up, and then it's like, hey, we're gonna solve this crime with our <laughs> fancy truck and do some fun <laughs> things, you know. But the, you're right that that was sort of like the way things worked back then. <laughs> yeah, it's just so, an odd, odd way yeah. of presenting the show, but it it totally was. I agree. So when you're just, I'll I'll go into a a miss here. Um, so one of the you were talking about how. Uh, contrasting Wally, this computer nerd, with actual Auto Man, who's super suave and super serious. Yeah. So the way Auto, the way he created Auto Man, <laughs> was he took the personalities of four <laughs> different actors who were prominent at the at the time, like in the eighties. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, I forgot about this. Yeah. He, yeah, which was so funny. So he had he had like headshots of these four actors. It was Burt Reynolds. Paul Newman, Christopher Reeves, Reeves, and Lee Majors, who played uh, Six Million Dollar Man. So they were like the actual photos of these actors. So obviously there was they were probably on the same network at the time. Oh, yeah, maybe, like, yeah. Um, and he said, so I composited these four actors or these four, you know, people, and that's what created Auto Man. Well, first of all, I, I don't like how did you compose? Like they're just photographs. Like that, there's no like I don't know. Anyway, and. And they're like Auto Man. You can't really tell from be, be, the the photo behind us, but he's blonde, and yeah. none of none of those guys are blonde or look <laughs> anything like this. And then and then to make him a cop, he infused James Bond. He said, "I I took elements of James Bond and put <laughs> and put that in there too." Well, James Bond's a fictional character. He doesn't like he doesn't have like like actual. I don't know. It just seemed I'm like I don't understand how that worked. But anyway, so he. So he imports <laughs> he imports James Bond into this, and of course they have to somehow reference that again that James Bond is there. The only time that they reference <laughs> that he that Auto Man references James Bond is when like the secretary is in the room and Auto Man looks at her and says, "You'll be my money penny. You're my own private octopusy." <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> like why would like if he was being james bond he wouldn't refer to the name of the movie or the movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was such a the, the only thing i gave them I, I had a very similar but i gave it a hit yeah only because they got away with using the james bond theme and they, they, did, walk, yes. they, they walk away and they use a bit of the bond thing i'm like i don't know how they got away with that because i highly doubt the james bond like 
like I don't know what the like the organization or whatever they are would allow that to just be on any old show. Like that, like they, they 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 I know from a fact they keep a lot of that close to their heart. Like right, it's like yeah. it's 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 uh saved for their own stuff. So when they used it, it was like I'm like wow. I don't know how either they just used it and didn't say anything, or I don't <laughs> know how they got away with that to be honest. <laughs> but they referenced Money Penny and Octopussy as well. So I yeah. don't know. I don't know whether, but it was just such a. Like a weird talk about like being goofy. Like that was like such a goofy moment in this in this show. I just thought it was really funny. <laughs> yeah, it was a really oddly delivered line too. Yes, like it, was, it was like really... a weirdly written line. I'm sure that guy like Chuck Wagner had to like had to deliver that thing, and he's probably like, "This is terrible. <laughs> this yep. is terrible dialogue." <laughs> it was terrible. Anyway, that was so. That's that's how Auto Man came to be. He was a composition of Burt Reynolds and Paul Newman. Christopher Reeves and and uh, Lee Majors and James Bond. <laughs> it reminds me of Weird Science when they just throw photos into the and it just scans photos and yeah. then creates somebody. That's like kind of what it was like, sort of like. Yeah, I mean that came out after this, but it was like that sort of idea that you just throw photos in there and they just scan them and make whatever you want. Like it's yeah. so ridiculous because the computer um, knows it. It can process. It knows things. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how computers worked back then, but their computers back then were way more technologically advanced than they are now. That's obviously because we can't do that now. (laughs) Never, ever. (laughs) That's like an app on my phone, I think. Yes. (laughs) Create an auto man. (laughs) Yeah. One of my misses was, I don't know if it's really, it's like a miss. It was just more weird. Um, Was the opening had sort of this recap at the beginning of like, how Auto Man came to be and everything else. And then there was like into another scene, which then went into the into the like the title main card and, yeah. and opener. So it was yeah. almost like it had two openers. It was really yes. weird. Like was, I don't yeah. know if one was just like a like a separate thing at like tagged to it. I don't know. It was just bizarre. It was. It was really uh, it it flowed very in a strange way. Like I didn't I thought I missed something. Like I thought they edited something wrong or it was edited. It was, but yeah, it, I'm not sure what they were trying to go for. I think they were a little lost right at the beginning of this show of how to put it together and how to show the backstory. Cause you have to kind of explain like, I mean, what they should have done is had a whole episode about just the creation of auto man. Yeah. As opposed to just jumping right into. Uh, yeah, I feel like they wanted to get into it quicker. And, and it almost seems like someone from like a studio said, I still don't understand how this guy was created. Yes. So they, they created this sort of opener that explains everything with like a Desi Arnaz. I know it wasn't him. It was the auto man's voiceover. I think. Yeah. It was auto- yeah. how he was created. Then yes. they go into the show. Then it's like the main opener. And then it's the show. Like yeah. it was just very, it was very clunky. I, yeah. I guess is the best word for it. I feel like you're exactly right. I think that it was like the studio probably said, yeah, no, people are going to have no idea what's going on. You need to explain it right off the top. <laughs> yeah, that was a su- super, super clunky. Yeah. Um, uh, one of my hits uh, was, and you kind of mentioned it before, um, he has these vehicles that that Cursor creates. And Auto Man's car is awesome. It's, it is pretty cool. That yes, I, will, I, I will say that. I had to look it up. So it's, I had to look it up because I was like, what is this? I thought that they may, maybe made it for the show, but they didn't. It's a Lamborghini Con- Contash. That's the that's the car. It's a Lamborghini Contash LP400. So it's a real car that they used, but then they outlined the, uh, like the perimeters of it with like neon blue. So it looked like Tron, <laughs> yeah. but it was a real car. Um, 
in the in the series it was capable of making 90 degree turns without losing control and overtake other cars by strafing so it didn't have to like turn around it could just oh like, yeah goes which was pretty cool um but in real life there are only 150 of that particular model of lamborghini that were ever made so it was it was it, it wouldn't have been a car that anybody would have seen before because it wasn't mass produced and it was it, so but it was just i was being a being a fan of hollywood cars <laughs> yeah I, I loved that one i thought that was really cool it, it was really cool the one thing that i from that show like that i fondly remember of that show um even in its short run was the fact it did 90 degree turns i remember yeah. that specifically and i'll never forget that that's the one if you ask me about auto man anything i can remember from it it's that the car did 90 degree turns that's one thing yeah. from my childhood i have always remembered because i thought it was so cool it's like boop, boop. it's like yep. it just like the way it was just like it was exactly like the game like when you played the tron game like yeah. the video stand-up video game because it went yeah. along the lines and then it would do the turns like instantly like it was like absolutely it was it was so i thought it was so well done the funniest part about that is that wally at one point is driving with him in the car and apparently they could create this car but they could not create seat belts <laughs> for the car <laughs> because wally knows that this car can do this and has never put a seatbelt on and every time it takes a 90 degree turn wally flies into the back seat or <laughs> into the driver's side or something he's literally upside down in the car he's like Wow, that was like, why didn't you warn me? <laughs> like, <laughs> you created this thing. How did you not? Know? I know it's a it's creation. <laughs> the, well, I, I question, and you're maybe know more about this than I do as far as cars go. Is, is if it was the inside of the car that they show the shots of the same as the outside? Like, is it the same so. car inside? It seemed much more so. spacious inside yeah. the car. But yeah, maybe maybe I that's what it looks like. I don't know. It just seemed like a different car inside. Uh, well, considering it was a it was a really limited edition Lamborghini, I think that they probably made some new interior. I don't think that they could have shot. I think it would have been so tight. <laughs> I yeah. don't think they could have shot the interior because I don't think they ever showed like the dashboard of it. They the camera was always like mounted on the dashboard, shooting at the driver. So I I don't you really yeah. only saw like seats. So I feel like that was a And there was time. someone in the back seat in one one of the scenes that they had captured yeah. and it, so I I the, the size of the car inside looked a little bigger than the outside but yeah. um it did look cool though that was a cool car. Yeah, I really like that car. And and he also creates a helicopter and a jet and a tank at one point. <laughs> That's right, I forgot about the tank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so it's the the vehicles are pretty cool. But I you know, I I I bet I was like, ah, that's awesome. That that sort of secured the show for me. I quit I quit. <laughs> So one of my misses was like just a couple things about a couple of the characters. Number one, Auto Man himself um, wouldn't come out unless he's ready to yes. come out. It's like, okay, you've created him. You should come out when you tell him to come out. Yeah. Like, it's not like he's just, eh, maybe I'll come out later. I'm not sure. It's like, he can only come out at night too in the show, which makes sense because he came out when we're not using as much power as a city that right. he would he would use that power to kind of like, you he needed that power in order to, to sort of like run, I guess. Yeah. Which, which actually, it was one of my misses in here as well. Now that you brought that up, at one point he says um, his batteries were getting low, so he had to like put his hand near an outlet to draw some of the energy. And I'm thinking he's literally a computer program, right? He's a computer yeah. program. What batteries does he have, and where are the batteries stored? And like, are they double A's? Like, what what does he run on? Like, it it didn't make any sense to me that he runs on batteries. <laughs> like he's yeah, a computer He's a computer program. <laughs> and another point, he's another part, he's in another country and he's like running yeah. and he's there. And I'm like, how did he get there? Like, like 
<laughs> like how does he travel like because he because he'd obviously travel places in vehicles like but like yeah. how does he run from there like is, is there like a good wi-fi i don't know like what's know. like well and that's the thing like there was no like worldwide wet like there was no like internet like we know Grid, it now. Like, he could have just like traveled through the wires and you know gotten to another location i don't know but somehow he did that but he that I, I don't know how he runs on batteries like that's what i don't understand like when did when did wally put batteries in him <laughs> like a toy? i don't know <laughs> well, one of my uh, character hits was um that they, they were able to get uh patrick uh, mcneve from the avengers in it as like as, as the main bad guy oh yeah yeah and i thought he was great like he was right. he was a great bad guy in it like i thought yeah. he was just like totally menacing and like just but but kind of cool and suave at the same time like yeah. i don't know he was like the best as far as acting goes he was the best in the show i thought like oh totally yeah i agree i thought yeah i thought yeah, the ca casting was pretty good like i thought the people were cast pretty well i loved that um also just a, a real quick note on that one of my hits was that the cops all wore trench coats like the the, the like that's right typical typical like long trench coat with a button-up shirt that was unbuttoned at the top and the and the the uh tie was down just a little bit yeah like, just loosen just enough yeah like, stereotypical he looked like columbo yeah. <laughs> like yes that's an 80s cop for you right there <laughs> like a, just a weather detective you know yeah. just like he's seen and been through it all that's so right <laughs> You know that by his trench coat. <laughs> One character, though, it's like, and this is a product of the '80s for sure. Is the '80s are terrible with female characters? Oh god! Like, like <laughs> there's like so there's a girl named Roxanne, which is sort of like the the female police officer in, in the actual office, and like what a one note character. Like there's yeah. like. There's one point where um where Wally's explaining to her about Auto Man and how it's like it's his world and it's like everything that he's ever wanted to do and it's all all in this and he's he's just pouring his heart out to her and she says to him it's like well if if uh, Auto Man isn't coming then can we go get a cup of coffee and a sandwich like it's just like a really odd like like after he says all this stuff that's her line I'm like this is terrible like it's like come on guys like I, I don't know why they just it was she was just written so one dimensionally in that show she just totally brushed it off. No, you know, whatever. I don't know. I'm, I'm hungry. hungry. <laughs> uh, maybe yeah, later in the series, I've watched all the series, so to be fair, like maybe later on they develop her a lot more. But that first episode, know. it was just she was eye, she was basically eye candy in the show. Like it's like totally. she didn't do a bad job or anything. It was just that was that was just sort of what she was at the time, right? That was just the, the product of the '80s writing at that time. Yeah. I think but, I think uh, you're right about that, but you're right. It was it was really it was like nobody. And, then, and this was this was a bit of a miss for me too. Is that nobody under like gave this guy any credit for what he was doing? Like he he was he created a hologram that was like physical that you could touch and could manipulate. Yeah. And no, everybody was just like, "This guy's a lunatic." He's just like, "Let's put him in the closet with the computer and like see what and then just let him do his thing." He's not he's not going to help us at all. Like it just nobody understood or even cared about the fact that this guy was doing some groundbreaking work that was going to help them solve things. And then on top of that, whenever he conjured uh, Auto Man, it took so much power to drop uh, Auto Man out that the entire building would shake, like like literally like an earthquake. I know. It would shake. And the first time this happened, the whole building shook. Um, things the printer caught on fire for some yeah, which reason. I don't understand I don't exactly. Like why the 
printer would catch on fire, which is another side thing. He put the fire out with paper. He grabbed a yeah, wad yeah, of paper he... <laughs> and put the fire out. Like, well, come on. Anyway, the but the whole thing like just went nuts. And this happened in the police station. Nobody paid any attention to the fact that there just had a massive earthquake and that things were catching on fire. <laughs> it happened a couple of times in the show that nobody like paid any attention to the fact that this was happening. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I love to, and this is another product of the 80s, like the the uh the cranky police chief. Yeah. Oh, what are you doing? Like he's always yeah. like the anger. They're always angry at everything that goes on. Like nothing's <laughs> ever right. And he can't, he, he hates computers. Like, yeah. I don't know why we had to put this in, but I can't stand computers. And he's just always super cranky like all the time. But, <laughs> it's, but it it's is like, it's like, that is like the typical eighties cop, like or police chief. They're always angry. <laughs> yeah. There's always like something going on. Like, yeah. like usually there's a call from the mayor. Like it's like yes. the mayor just called. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It just is so funny. It was so typical. <laughs> the only other thing which is a hit and a miss is the is the music in it. And the only reason oh. I say it's a the only reason I say it's a miss is just because the uh this is my sort of my last miss on this. Um yeah. was that uh uh it was kind of like something like sometimes it was really like actually like fit the scene and other times it was just super wacky. Yes, like all these like little stingers when people did something wacky, and I'm like this is and, and again it added to the like the weird tone to this show. Yes. But but I, for a hit, I thought the the Auto Man like theme was really cool. Like yeah, the yeah. opening theme was like really like had this like it was a total like synthesizer like eighty yeah. sound. It was just it was really cool. It was it, totally. It, that's part of like my my nostalgia like with this show is that it felt like every show you saw in the eighties was had that sort of synthesizer sound and it was cool and it just brought back memories. It was, I, I, I agree. I think that was pretty fun. Um, I have one more. I don't know if it's, I don't honestly, I don't know if it's a hit or a miss. It just, okay. it, was, it was confusing to me. <laughs> so at one point they're talking about, so, okay. Going back to auto man is a computer program. He was, yeah. he was a computer program. So at one point they're talking, they're driving their car and they're talking about video games and they talk about Pac-Man and Auto Man says, Oh yes, Pac-Man, yes, we're friends. Yes, I he I, yes, we're friends. We yeah, I know him quite well. And, and then and then he says, Well, what about Donkey Kong? And he says, Oh, Don Donkey Kong, he's he's got a bit of a temper. I don't know about it. So I like, okay, so apparently in this world, all computer programs know each other. It's like Wreck It Ralph. Except <laughs> there was no, like there was no internet. So Unless unless Wally had Pac-Man on the same computer that he created, that he yeah, created how would he know Auto who Man, he is? How would he have any idea who he is? But apparently, on his off time, when Auto Man's not ready to come out, he's hanging out with Pac-Man and Donkey Kong, and they're just like chilling in the a cyber world. I don't. I don't That's what we understand. call an attempt at humor. It was. Like, <laughs> I guess so. It was like trying to draw in every pop culture reference they could into the. Yeah, I think that's what they're trying to do at points. It's like because he, he's like sort of all knowing, I guess. Auto Man, he's like he's AI essentially, right? Like yeah. the. So just, but the. Uh... So apparently, there's a whole world, like a like literally a Wreck It Ralph world that existed in this in this universe too. <laughs> if they ever do another Wreck It Ralph, they have to have Auto Man in it oh. at least as a cameo. That would be hilarious. Actually, it would be so funny. Pay, I'd pay money to go see money. that. That'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the premiere was about like an hour fifteen. So it was like a full, like it would have been a full, like hour and a half premiere or whichever. 
Um, so what did you think of this show? Do you think it stands up? Do you think it was like, do you think they it needed to be canceled when it did? Do you think it was like unfairly canceled? Like, what do you I, think? I, I think, I mean, I think it stands up because of the nostalgia of it. So just like a little, a little side note here. This is sort of, this episode is sort of a, an unofficial part one of, uh, of, uh, these, this 80s, uh, weird um transforming genre like <laughs> people that are not just people but are something else as well um yes. there was a, bit of a time when they did this so i i think it holds up because it was like such a big thing in the 80s to see this kind of high-tech world um so for this nostalgia reason i think it holds up uh it's interesting to watch I think 12 episodes is probably more than enough <laughs> and probably was at the time too. Cause it really is just a one note thing. Like, I mean, how many different, uh, you know, modes of transportation can he create? And right. many, you know what I mean? Like I just, it's, it's kind of a one note thing. Like tw I think after 12 episodes, they're like, yeah, we've run out of story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I feel like it, I feel I totally feel like it holds up to it. It's just it's a sort of eighties nostalgia. It's uh yeah. something that like worked in the eighties. I don't think it would work any other time. No. Um it was I can see like I think writing wise, as much as cheesy as some of the lines and things were, I mean they, they did try to make an attempt at making some sort of plot of this and yeah. a little bit out, more of an out there plot at that. Um the uh but it's definitely like the um like it had a basic setup. You could see where it was going to go. The setup of everybody that worked at the police station was there. It yeah. was, it, everybody was uh, positioned perfectly to, to move this series forward. I thought the um, uh, relationship between Desi Arnaz's character, Wally and the auto man were, was good. Like yeah. I thought it worked. I don't know how far the fish out of water sort of auto man, like awkwardness would, would play further yeah. into the series. But again, they it's either needed to be more wacky or more serious. And like, but I don't think they could go more serious, but yeah. in the way he that he looked, like it was just yes. so <laughs> ridiculous. But um, I thought it was a good attempt at a show. I thought it looked all right. Like for it, it stands, I thought the, the special effects were pretty good for that time period for sure. Yeah, I totally like the the um the uh cursor the sidekick that, that Automat has a cursor is actually really good. Like it actually looks three dimensional and yep. um, they, they would, you could tell that they were shining like a flashlight on the, on the actors when, where the cursor was supposed to be so that the cursor actually reflected light onto the people. Onto them. Yeah. So it, it actually looked really good. Like that was, that was well done. And like I said, the vehicles are really cool. So yeah, I mean, there's enough in there that it's, it's a fun show to watch, but I don't think I could go more than like, a couple of episodes before i'm like okay i got it i'm good <laughs> <laughs> which is weird because like most shows from the 80s that we remember fondly like if you go back and start watching the episodes again you're like this is like i can't believe they stretched this out into four seasons or or whatever it was yep. but that was the entertainment back then so i i give them credit for trying something a little different yeah. um even though it was a direct ripoff of tron <laughs> Like, but so, Tron was popular at the time, so why not? Like, go for yeah. it, right? If you can, if you can put it together, so absolutely. Um, I'd like to see where that suit is now. I'd like to find that. I know. I'd actually like to see the suit without the special effects on it, just to see what it actually looked like. I just, I assume it's just green tape or green paint or whatever. I would love to go as Auto Man for Halloween, and, and now I've got this in my head now. That. What's that? I don't, I don't know how exactly you do that. But you could probably use those strip lights, you know, those glowing oh, strip lights yeah. and stuff. Like you could probably put together something very similar to that outfit. Like, yeah, 
But yeah, I can see I'm that. I'm just saying, that could be, this could be the newest Halloween trend, the <laughs> Automans. <laughs> yeah, the kids are already starting to talk about it. Yeah, kids, <laughs> kids can't wait to go out as Automan yeah. this Halloween. <laughs> I don't think back in the 83, kids wanted to go out as Automan. So I'm not sure how that would happen now, but. <laughs> I don't know. So basically it stands up and yeah. it's uh, it, it, We'll post some links. So if you want to check out the first episode and see what you think, and then you can uh, tell us whether you loved it or hated it or whichever, I'd love to hear from you. Um, you can always check us out on our socials for sure. Um, I've got them up right now. You can check them all out. And uh, we've been, I think we've been posting pretty good. I think we've been doing all right. I think we're doing all right this year. It's not so bad. Yeah, that's so bad. I, my goal this year is to do the most episodes we've done in a season. Let's try goal. for that. Yeah. So far yeah, we're on a roll. Oh yeah. yeah, so far we've been doing pretty good. We've been doing yeah. pretty good. So we'll probably have another one out this month, which is February. So we'll have uh, maybe part our unofficial part two of this, which we've got a, a show lined up, which came out almost exactly the same time. Actually, I think they overlapped. I think they did. Do we want to? Do we want to announce? Yeah, it? Can, go ahead. Go ahead. You tell them. We're gonna next episode in keeping with the how did they greenlight this this show in the eighties, <laughs> and in keeping with the humans transforming into things. Our next episode, we are going to be breaking down Manimal. <laughs> I love Manimal. <laughs> because Another who... show I, th- I think of fondly, but I, I I haven't watched it in a while, so I'm looking forward to re-watching the first episode of that for sure. Yeah. And again, I also own that on DVD. I don't know okay. why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I bought It and Auto Man the same day on, on Amazon. Because sure they did. were both on there. So I think it's like, if you like Auto Man, you'll also like yeah. Manimal. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I do actually like it. I'm going to take yeah, it. I get it. They're right. <laughs> yeah. I really do like it, Amazon. Thank you. I'm gonna wrap that as well. And <laughs> yep. so we're gonna we're gonna combine these two. This is the how did they greenlight this, and why do people have to transform into other things to be cool? That's we that's don't cool. know. We'll find out. So join us next time on Loop and Larry Guardians of Geek. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. Produced by Matthew C. Loop and Lawrence Simner. A Loop and Larry production. Bueller. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. Bueller. Bad news. Fog is getting thicker. And Leon's getting larger. Inconceivable. Brian's right. It's an elf. Wax on. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Oh, Captain. My Captain. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Wax off.